you're going to agree with my answer. It is which red pill guy do you think is the biggest dork, etc., etc.? A lot of the guys who are out there screaming at the fact that good women don't exist, as I said, they don't exist for them. Me and Andrew are now far more relevant than they could ever dream of being. I'm not going to say any of their names, because that's exactly what they want. The Manosphere and the Red Pill and all this thing, and all they talk about is feminists, and feminism's ruined women, and women aren't submissive, and women aren't feminine, blah, blah. If you're talking to a feminist, if you're on a date with a feminist, you're a low-tier man. High-tier men are not dating these crazy, blue-haired, ugly, unattractive, disagreeable people. Like, <laughs> the fact you're even sitting there listening to her, the fact that this has even affected your life. I mean, yeah, is feminism a thing? Yeah. Are they messing with girls' brains? Yeah, sure. But if you're a real G, if you're a man, and your stuff's in order, and your life's in order, and you take a beautiful girl on a date, you're paying for the date, and she expects you to, and she wants to look pretty, and the gender roles are pretty much still basically mm -hmm. there. Like, the whole idea that it, it's impossible to find a girl now because of feminism, that, that just means you're too far down the pile, friend. That's, that's my view. The men who are out here only trying to have sex with women and have no emotional connection, they're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff, a lot of them are like that as well. They're like, the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know, and that, that's yeah. stupid. That's ridiculous, right? Every man, if you want to have a good life, you need to have a good relationship with a good woman. When you yeah. get sick, it's your woman who's going to care, not your boys. Apparently it's real. I think he did this as, I think he did this as a troll because I think he knew he'd get people talking. Well, here we are talking. And um, I just want to point out that this is everything that Rolo doesn't do. This is why the red pill is basically feminism for men. Yeah. This is feminism. Mm. Women, pursue your career. Push out marriage as long as possible. If you do get married, push out having kids as long as possible. Women, make sure you're on birth control. And if the birth control fails, make sure that everybody knows that it's your body and your choice and you can go terminate that baby. But that is a pretty <laughs> retarded advice because you're saying do this so that you become more attractive to women. So what's even the point of having a relationship with a woman if you can't have kids with her? Right. So, yeah, <laughs> which you should take it literally if this is the godfather of the red pill, right? You guys all give this guy so much credit. I don't really yeah, know much about like it. like five books supposedly, The, the right? hypocritical so. part about it is that we make fun of girls all the time for not controlling their sexual urges and being hoes all the time. Like she belongs to the streets, all this stuff. You tell guys that they're losers if they don't go to the gym. They're losers if they play video games. You're a loser if you smoke weed. You're a loser if you watch sports. You need to exercise discipline but when it comes to girls oh shit get a vasectomy because you can't control yourself now you man if you want to get to that apex level as fast as you can that's it how is that not the the uh, the best way to go about it okay so the point of that whole tweet which was basically a throwaway tweet that everyone started like snowballing into something else i've got ben shapiro coming at me i got matt walsh coming at me i got lauren chen coming at me i got all these people off of daily wire because it was just easy low-hanging fruit for these guys because they think that that's what the fucking manosphere is all about and it's not okay that was not fucking advice everything that is on twitter is not advice okay was that a joke no, it was not to say a joke, but it's like, let's just say it's a hypothetical, okay? So here's, a, okay, first off, this is not advice. Everything that is on my show or is on Twitter is not automatically advice. This, look, if I said the, the quickest way for you to make a million dollars. That sounds like advice. If there's someone that's very, very young and goes into a marriage and has kids when they're like 18, 19, 20, a year into the relationship, it gets really, really abusive. Even though it might be rare from what you guys think, it is. Uh, if it would happen, what would you recommend for those people? Would they divorce or do you want them to keep going in the relationship? Keep going. You can't divorce. That's not a real thing. Even though it might be like physically yeah, abusive. You got to endure. People are too... You want to stick in the relationship? People nowadays are just... Situation. For anyone that might be in that situation, what would you recommend? Okay, you're you you I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
I'm saying that if a woman is in a relationship and a man is physically beating her, she should endure these beatings continuously and oh try my. to make the relationship work. Ah, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. saying. So. You think you're normal? Exactly. In, in what sense? Well, do you think you have healthy habits? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Weren't you the same one who, like, fat shamed me, like, last week or so? I don't you know. think that's normal from a man, from a stranger to stranger to fat shame somebody? I don't remember. Did I call you fat? Angela is like, tells me, she started asking me, like, do you have healthy habits or something? I was like, yeah, you fucking fat bitch. The fuck you <laughs> right, right, like, <laughs> healthy habits. The fuck are you talking about, bitch? I'm, look, I'm rich. So. You think you're normal? Exactly. In, in what sense? Well, do you think you have healthy habits? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Weren't you the same one who, like, fat shamed me, like, last week or so? You think that's normal from a man, from a stranger to stranger to fat shame somebody? I don't remember. Did I call you fat? You're upset because what? I think that, listen, criticism, sure, but be real and own up to whatever mistake you make. Because yes. again, you are okay. leading whatever what, what, group What you did are. I say? What is so upsetting? I don't I don't get it. And why did you is, talk is to this, me? You is this chick supposed to be attractive? What, you do you... all this content and you comment all these things, but you don't remember what you do, but you have all the comments to be made. No, it's okay. I'll just endure this like I should in an abusive relationship. <laughs> Anything you would like to say before you do? I got nothing to say. I mean, look, People I'm nowadays be are just okay. Endure. Endure. Everybody, welcome to Rooted Vice live with my good friend here, Paul from the Come On Man podcast. Paul, how you doing? What's up, Rudy? You know, I'm just here to chew bubble gum and hold women accountable. Not, no. And I, I'm all out of bubble gum, brother. I'm all out of bubble gum. Are we are we're doing the glasses tonight? I should have I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's <laughs> <laughs> well gotta again. Cut, we gotta cut that promo, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. We gotta get into our wrestling act and everything. But uh everybody, thank you for joining uh tonight. We're gonna be talking about the is this the end of red pill? And for those that don't know, I am not in that space. There are some pieces in that I guess structure that I can relate to and I do admire and agree with. And, but a lot of it has become, I think, weaponized and just kind of just gone wayward. Uh, but one of the true ambassadors of that space is my friend here, Paul. He's one of the first people that I ever collaborated with on the YouTube space about a year ago. And I, I, I kind of want this to be an example, Paul. I want to give everybody in the world on the internet a prime example of two guys who may, may not agree on every single item, but we're not going to insult each other. We can have a civil discussion on differing opinions. And, you know, some of the turmoil that the red space has, the red pill space has encountered uh, over the past few weeks with leadership and quotes and tweets and things of that nature. And again, everybody, I want everybody to know, Paul, I have complete respect for. He served our country and he also got divorced, lost everything. And now he's back with a woman that's treating him well. And he's also helping young men. So I admire anybody who, ha who can have that type of downfall. And, you know, that type of horrible life event, which is horrible. I totally agree, brother, but it can come back stronger and a better man. So, Paul, again, complete respect. Thank you for being on here, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Are we going to are we having computer issues? Hold on one second. None on my end. You're a clear okay. as crystal. All right, cool. And now you froze on me. <laughs> well, hopefully we didn't lose Paul here. You there? That mustache, dude. I don't know about that mustache yet. There we go. There, there we go. go. All right. Oh, I heard that mustache comment, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Just kidding. <laughs> now, oh, good, I, don't, I don't know what's 
going on, but today my computer's been acting wonky, so I might cut in and out, and and hopefully it's not a, a big issue today. Nah, don't worry about it. It's fine, Paul. But but again, uh, thank you for being here, dude. And uh, I'm glad we can talk about this. And as a video promo just kind of showed here, that's a lot of things have been happening since, you know, uh, Andrew Tate kind of like separated himself, him, him and his brother from the Red Pill space. And, you know, there's some comments there. And I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but there's actually a few things that I agree with him on based on those clips. And also we've had, you know, uh, um, uh, Tomasi's tweet that's kind of gotten a lot of attacks. And also, we'll discuss MLD at the very, very end, okay? But as far as the red pill space, um, again, you've been in that space for a few years. Can you give everybody who has no idea what the red pill space is, what, like, a high-level definition? Yeah. So what I'll say is a, a lot of what you see online is what's often referred to as the manosphere, right? Okay. The manosphere. And the red pill could be lumped in with that. Um but in his book, The Manosphere, by a guy named Ian Ironwood, he basically said that the term manosphere is a term developed by feminists to lump us all together and judge us by our worst actors. And Ooh, you, can okay. see, you can see that happening right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? You, you see the, the uh, a lot of people see the sensationalism. They see uh, any kind of mistakes or, or whatever that people make. And they're like, okay, all those guys are like that. Right. You know, and that's not necessarily what what red pill is about. You know, uh, red pill's got a long lineage too, and it's not just yeah. it's not just Rollo. Um, you know, he's he's written a book on it. He's often referred to as you know the, um, the Godfather, the Godfather. But you know, he didn't give himself that name. <laughs> as most nicknames go, you know, like when yeah. you're your call sign and Top Gun, you can't pick it; it's given to you. So. Yeah, so like, yeah. I believe it was Pat Campbell that started calling Rolo the Godfather. But I mean, there's guys before Rolo, right? There was um, Tom Likas. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with Tom Likas? No. Um, radio show host years ago, before Rolo even came onto the scene, you know. Um, but I mean, in, in Rolo himself, you know, he came out of uh, forums. He came out of So Suave. Uh, which was a group of guys just swapping notes on uh, it was largely it was pickup. It was a pickup artist community and mm -hmm. they were all just online swapping notes. Like, Hey, we tried this out. We went to the clubs. We tried this out. This, what this worked, this didn't, that sort of thing. Right. So mm -hmm. that's really what red pill is. It's guys getting together behind the scenes, swapping notes, writing blog articles, stuff like that. And okay. sort of like blown up. I think largely because of people like Andrew Tate, who have taken the the pro wrestling you know marketing strategy with it and mm -hmm. just went really hard uh, you know and in if you look at Andrew Tate the way he does things he's and then you study pro wrestling because a lot of people don't like pro wrestling but mm -hmm. study pro wrestling and he's he's largely a heel you know like yeah. he's Roman Reigns you know he's out there talking smack getting you up in your feels getting can you feel feel something right and when you yeah. feel something you tune in yeah and, he's more or less when i first saw him i go who's this guy who stole the rock's persona he's yeah. more or less the rock with the glasses and being loud and vocal and authoritative i'm like that's the rock right but i get I, that's when i saw the hustle but then i started seeing like some of the effects of that hustle and how it was affecting younger men and how just um i guess tribal a lot of them got and this hatred started spewing from it but before we get into that, when we're going to touch on all those those points here, red pills more or less. How would you define it to somebody who didn't know about it? It's more or less like a gu a guide. It's not a, an, an ideology. It's more like a 
I don't want to say it's not a religious, more like Buddhism. It's like a way of life, a way of looking at it. Is that right? It's a praxeology. I, so, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So, so a lot of people think red pill is an ideology, right? So an ideology, it's a system of ideas and ideals, uh, you know, especially which forms the basis of economic and political theory and policy. I wrote down, I wrote this down. I got it. Cheat notes are fine, dude. I, I just got cheat notes. I can't memorize this shit, guys. <laughs> Hold myself accountable. Um, there you go. Uh, and so like religion, religion's a good example of an ideology, right? Because it gives right. you sort of like rules and ideals that you have to follow, right? Um, praxeology is is not that. It's It's the theory of human action. It's based on the notion that humans engage in purposeful behavior. So Which, really, it's just yeah. the study of human behavior, right? Okay, that's what the red pill, the study of human behavior. That's why I... yeah. Because uh, just to kind of rewind here, I was going to reach out to Tomasi for to be on my podcast. This is a few weeks ago, and Paul was like, "Yeah, he's a good guy. He 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 helps everybody out, even the the ones that are starting out like I am." And I started looking at some of his books and watching some of his lives, and I know a lot of his books are based off like science facts and data off of Dr. David Buss, mm -hmm. I believe. And I actually am halfway through one. I didn't even know this was the guy who started the Red Pill uh, space, but I bought the book like the evolution of like. Uh, the female desire or something. Dave, like that. David Buss doesn't consider himself red pill. Okay. Yeah. But they more or less yeah. got his, uh, his, I guess his work and kind of adopted it into that. Right. Yeah. So largely it, like, if you look at like the beginnings of red pill, a lot of it, it's a mix of pickup artist community notes right. and, and evolutionary psychology. Yeah. Okay. I would say that's, that's accurate. Okay. Okay. And you know what, uh, even though I don't align with a lot of what it's said in some of its leaders, I'm all for helping young men come out of a dark space. And I with you know, watching um, what's the Cooper and a few other people. I understand people find the red pill space when they're hurt or lost or they're heartbroken. They got divorced. So I am all for something out there to help young men uh, find a path or find a way. Uh, so again, there's some pieces of it that I agree with, right? Uh, but now I want to talk about, is it doing more harm than good? Because again, watching Tomasi in a few other lives, uh, again, and this guy is like the godfather of, of not, he didn't name himself, right? But he's the godfather of the Red Pill space. You watch Fresh and Fruits, you watch a few others. And this is the way I see it as influencers, as people with a mass audience and who are great speakers and, you know, their words have power. And if you want to know what the influence of your words are, look at the chat. Look in your community chat and see how what the tone is like. And I was pretty shocked to see a lot of just hatred, like uh, just bitterness toward women and everyone just being very judgmental and all of those uh, creators uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. And it may have started off as a good space, right? Or a good uh, springboard to help young men find a way. But now it seems it's become more of this tribal um we have the truth. You can't dispute the truth. We have all the answers. Anything you say, you're a simp if it doesn't agree with us. And it seems like this, like the posturing and this self-entitled uh, group of people that I'm seeing that are developing from that. And when the creators are not controlling that, and I know it's impossible to control everybody's opinion, right? But when I see them allowing that conversation and those insults, that's when I start to say, okay, is this doing more harm than good? Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on the red pill space? And is it really helping or is it doing more harm than good? Well, I think it, it just really depends. You know, it, it's like, um, I know you're not a you're not a big fan of guns. We've sort of had this. Oh, I got two. 
Yeah, but but we've had this we've had a discussion offline about you're yeah. you're not a big fan of uh, assault weapons, you know. Uh, I, I got you, th- you know you th- my you... Remington, you know, I got my shotgun and my Glock. That's all I need. Yeah, that's all you need. And yep. and so you're you're sort of like, well, you know, we, nobody needs an AR-15, and you know that I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a tool, right? You right. can use you can use that AR-15 uh, if there's you know like the the LA riots. Right. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Asian store owners on top of their, their, their stores, uh, fending off their property, right. right. Large groups of people, AR 15 is a great tool for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Shooting up a school, not a great tool for that. It's effective for that right. too, but right. It's just, but it's a tool and it's all about how people want to use the tool. And so red pill itself is just a toolbox and then mm-hmm. how people use that you really can't control how other people are going to use it. You know what I mean? Right. Now the, there's shows like there's shows like fresh and fit and they have millions of followers. Yeah. And the, and a big reason why they have millions of followers is because of the sensationalism, you know, the, the, right. the Jerry Springer effect. It's you know? entertainment. It's, oh, it's, dude, it's a, it's that dopamine. Pearl and a few others. And yeah, where I, what were the problem I have is, is that I, these people are a lot of things, but they're not stupid. They know mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing, who they're inviting on the show. But again, to the young, impressionable men who they're supposed to be helping, yeah, all these young men are growing up thinking all the women in the world are either OnlyFans models, IG models, or single moms. Yeah, and that's not reality. Yeah, it's like uh, it's almost like revenge porn, right? Like they, yes, they, 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 these these women have wronged them somehow, and now they want to go and tune into a show where these guys are going to give these women the comeuppance they deserve. Right? Yeah. They get to point at them and say, hi, you didn't yeah. take me 10 years ago. Now look at you. You hit the wall. Right. All these right. other <laughs> Yeah. So I would, I, I, what I would say about shows like that is um, that's what they're, they're an entertainment source, right? right. They, that's, that's what they're for. If guys truly want to get, you know, to better themselves, to, to, to get out of the rut, to not be, you know, in a, an in incel. <laughs> right like that, right. that's that's another thing too right like all these guys are incels well if they want to not do that well then there are avenues within the the red pill space that these guys can take other content creators that they could follow um great one that i that i follow he's a fellow rule zero panelist is uh, apex mindset paul benjamin okay you'll never see him on one of these shows giving women their cup on pins. You'll never see that. Well, that's he good. also, he that's also good. has, a, he also has a hard time growing his, his platform because no one wants to tune into boring actual advice. advice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing about it. Right. So it's not, it's not really the problem with the red pill. The problem is that people are drawn to sensationalism and, and action and excitement and giving these women their right. come up sensationalism it's, yeah yeah so that's i think i mean that 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 is that can be a problem for sure yeah but i just um, noticed your shirt right now God. you like that you know who got this for me i don't yeah. know nurse i don't chick. know nurse chick she bought this for me. <laughs> of all shirts you're gonna wear that tonight on this slide. dude i had to it's the pro wrestling <laughs> oh, episode man, man. all right you in a sharpshooter brother i always prefer the camel clutch that was always my favorite move oh okay fair enough fair enough it's devastating (laughs) okay but uh all right kind of go back here yeah i going back to the point where you said 
you know, good advice is not really clickable and it doesn't get viral. And it's funny because I just had Sterling Cooper on, by the way. And, and again, thanks. To, you had him on your podcast. I reached out to you. Hey, can I get him? He's yeah, he's a nice guy. And I reached out to him. It all worked out. And after the podcast, we were talking about how it's kind of like frustrating how he puts sound advice about testosterone, you know, healthy advice, how to keep your body healthy. But those never get clicks. It's mm -hmm. only about the SEX or his past life that get the views. And he, he says he, he oh. finds that frustrating. And yeah, I I've got I, I, I've got a clip from my my interview with him yeah. where because we talk about uh, growing his penis size. Yeah, that went viral <laughs> because yeah. that's what people care about. Dumb shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so it's so. But that's the that's the human experience, you know. It is. But, and again, let me kind of come back to your point here because as influencers, as I said, uh, you know, I think you and I have both experienced, you know, we don't have the mass following that uh, the other guys that we've already mentioned do, especially the ones that are in the millions. I think it's um, irresponsible if you fuel hate for, for profit mm -hmm. uh, and if you exploit young men's fears and confusion by showcasing women that are not the reality of what the dating world is, is irresponsible and to see the hate. And again, I challenge anybody who is indifferent or a valid um, supporter of the red pill or not go to any one of these large creators lives and just look at the chat. Don't engage, read the chat and the tone can be evil. And this is just a bunch of angry young men. And again, going back to your point, I don't want to bring up GUNs, but I live in Texas. We had that mall shooting, up north a couple weeks back, we had Uvalde a year ago. And for the most part, every one of these people that do it is angry young men, whether it's political, religion, whatever their cases is, they're angry. And I could not live with myself if I profited off just angering young men by telling them, you know, you're not six foot, you don't have six figures. That's all women want. All women, you know, gave up on you. If I felt that I was contributing to that, I could not live with myself because, again, I have kids. I want to put the good advice out there that's going to help young men and women become good people. And I just couldn't live with myself. Mm -hmm. And that's why I will. I don't care if I never have a million followers or 100,000. The few that I have, they're going to get great advice. And I could not live with myself if I was if I contributed to that in any way. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. It, it's scary. Dude. And again, I'm not blaming these shows. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blaming these shows. For fueling the hate, but there is enough hate out there. There's enough divide, and we don't need any more of that, in my opinion. I don't care how many super chats you get; it's not worth it, man. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to say. But let's talk about vasectomies. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's a big a proponent, segue. big fan, yeah. big fan. <laughs> but then again, I've already had my kids, so. Yeah, you know, and I just had mine. It was uh -huh. the most terrifying experience, the most painful experience I've ever been involved Bro, yes. in because my local did not kick in till the second nut. Yes. And it was, oh God, I don't wish that upon my did worst you, enemy. Did you see my live stream about it? I saw a little bit of it, then I had to log in for work. Yeah, someone uh, someone asked me to do a live stream about it. Probably one of my lowest rated live streams ever because apparently people don't care about vasectomies as much as you'd think. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I just told my experience with it and mine was very much like yours. It was super painful. And I could feel, I could feel almost all of it the whole time. I was like death gripping the, the bed. It, it hurt, man. And then, and then I got people in the comments after that video, uh, when I was putting out the, the TikTok clips of it and they were like, Oh, my, mine was over after like three seconds. And you know, I had lasers and fucking whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know what doctor you use, but my doctor apparently 
just uses old hacksaws because my my experience sucked. It was worth it. I'd do it over again, but it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, mine was more or less the same thing. I was breathing. My my mouth got dry because I was trying to keep my blood pressure low and not like to just jump off the chair. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we both got it. But again, you've had your family. I had mine. We're in our 40s. And then there's this tweet. And I know he's spoken about this. He's done his whole tour of like. Oh, yeah. He, he spent a whole entire week talking about this. Already. Yeah. I thought this was over with. I thought it was settled, but OK. Yeah, but <laughs> not with me. All right. We're going to talk about that. Oh, God damn it. We're going to hold Rolo <laughs> accountable today. And, and, and you know what? I hope he's watching because he did retweet the live. And, and again, this year, um, I reacted to it. I was on Believe It or Not with Angela Knight like three, four weeks ago before mm -hmm. any of this happened. And she said, did you hear about this tweet? And I'm like, no, because, you know, I'm never on Twitter. And yeah. she, she said, you know, Tomasi's going under fire because of all these things he said. So I looked it up and believe it or not, it's live. It's on my it's on my catalog here on my channel. I looked at it and I read it and I go, I actually kind of agree with the vasectomy of 20s. This is what I said. This is what I said at the time. Yeah. I go, I get what he's trying to say. Um, and I, I think that would prevent young men from actually having a problem and finding, you know, procreating and getting into situations that wouldn't be favorable for them reaching their high value status right and then i went to bed and i woke up i'm like what the fuck was i thinking oh, this is stupid i mean because i was i read this from the mindset of a 46 year old man who's yeah. had a life a family three kids and that peace of mind of having that already done and completed and when i said oh my god 20 year old guys i mean no they haven't accomplished anything yeah. the reversal rates are not as great as you would think and no, I would not recommend this at all. This is dumb. No, and I saw what he was saying. And uh, first off, what do you think about this? And I, I, we talked about this offline, but tell everybody what yeah. we said and what you said. Well, it's funny. It, if you notice, everyone immediately jumped to number three. Everyone right. lost their mind over number three, vasectomy in your 20s. Even the first time I read it, I was I went through the list and I and I and I and I know Rolo, like Rolo. Right. likes to put out sort of engaging tweets like this to see what sticks, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but everyone went to number three. Everyone went to the three and lost their fucking minds over number three. And when I first saw it, I, I looked at it and I just looked at it like, well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that, you know, right. I yeah. wouldn't, but, but I didn't, I didn't get so mad about it. Uh, some people really got mad about it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing that I didn't notice and this other guy who's in the space, that most people don't know his name is Nick August. He actually is a, um, an editor for a lot of, a lot of these books. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick August pointed out to me, he goes, you know, he did say the quickest path, not necessarily the best path or, you know, and I was yeah. like, Oh shit, I never even thought about that. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, and you know, largely would I recommend this stuff to people? Some of it, um, but it also depends on what you consider to be a high value man, you know? And what that's another value man in the red pill space. Well, I don't know if there's it that can be defined necessarily because that's so it's subjective. Like Rollo defines it as uh the kind of guy that every man wants to be and every woman wants to fuck, right? That's Rollo's definition. I can kind of see that. But at the end of the day, we don't get to choose if we're high value men or not. Like I right. like to think I'm a high value man, but really it's a perception thing, right? Like yeah. a lot of people look at my content, they're like, that guy's not high value. He doesn't wear a suit. He doesn't drive a Bugatti. He can't possibly be a high value. Yeah. Man. You know what I mean? Right. So a right. lot of like that, the whole 
thing is, uh, it's sort of what it's a container word that people, you know, sort of put their own values into, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to ask the people in the chat, what, what is your definition of a high value man? You know, let me know and I'll share the comments in a bit, but I, I first off right now, I hate the word because of what it's become. I and stopped using it a long yeah. time ago. I Good. don't, I try not to use that. And I try not to use the idea of like alpha. And if I do, I do quotes because it's all <laughs> bullshit, right? It's all, it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And if you ask me like what a high value man is, I know a lot of, I first, when I first heard it, it was because of Kevin Samuels, you know, God rest mm. his soul, whatever he's doing. Right. I don't know where he ended up, but God rest his soul. But anyway, like that's when I first heard it, you know, it was always tied to six figures, six foot, one percenter. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I guess, I mean, that, right. that, that, that does meet the term. But again, if you ask me without that influence, if you ask me what a high value man is, and I think we talked about this in previous lives, I said a man who is, who has honor, integrity, uh, who is respected among his family, friends, and peers, a man uh, that you know his word is as solid as oak, and somebody you know he can count on. That's what a high value man is. I never mentioned anything in that definition for money or sex. It's mm -hmm. just a man of integrity. You look at him like, yeah, you can count on him. He's a good guy. Yeah. That is a high value man to me. That makes sense. But see, the way I look at it is like, what do I know, dude? I'm not even saying <laughs> we're just old out of the game, right? What do I even know? I'm not yeah. even six feet. You can't even, I don't even know why people are watching this right now. I don't, you're not six feet tall. <laughs> no, I was 5'10 and now I'm like 5'8. I shrank two inches in Fuck, five years, man. <laughs> we just Although, lost like, 10 viewers. I don't give a damn. Let them go. But anyway. <laughs> I, I think it's all those uh, what, what are those weights uh, that exercise we go to the gym. You have two forty fives and you walk around for like a lap. Oh, but, farmers carries. Yeah, I think that's what shrank me because I wasn't. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I did that for two years and I'm like okay, I think that's what did it. But anyway, I want to talk about his uh, eight items here, and then I want to talk about sure. how you reacted to it. Now, don't get married and avoid family creation. I have been pretty adamant on my platform and saying don't get married in your twenties. Mm -hmm. So that, and again, I feel that. You just left your mom's house. You just found yourself out in the world. Best 10 years in yourself to find out who you are, what your passions are, start a business. Just discover who you are. I think people jump too fast from their mom and dad's house to you know a husband and wife situation, right? So uh -huh. I actually kind of agree. I actually agree with one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Three, I do I same, even though I didn't follow that advice at all. Neither did I. Yeah. I got married at 21. <laughs> so you see. See, this, this, this right here is, is wisdom, guys. This is yeah, from bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, somebody in TikTok says, where do you live? You're foxy. I, I'm a narcissist, you know, so I have to look at all the attention I'm getting. So I'm, I'm not going to say yeah. San Antonio. Anyway, that's it. But anyway, vasectomy, no. Uh, that's just, no. That's uh, And again, I just had mine. And the doctor, before they even start the procedure, he's like, you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? We're going to give you one last time because there is reversal yeah. surgery, sir. But I have to tell you, as a doctor... They are not successful as you think. Did they give you the packet? They gave me the whole packet too. And they, it yeah. was like a whole warning about how um, this should not be used as birth control. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it should not. And how like, yeah, the success rate is, was, I th think they, my packet said like something like 80%. I think that online, if you Google it, it says higher than that, but the packet that they gave me said it's only like 80%. And a lot of that depends on how, how long it's been since you got it yeah. done. The longer you wait, the worse the chances are going to be. Right. So if you do get it in your 20s and then you're like, oh, I'm going to wait until my 40s to have it reversed, you're probably fucked, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but what do you think about this? What do you think about this, Rudy? What's up? It's not in his tweet, but what if they got the vasectomy in their 20s? Okay. They, they, they took some sperm samples, had them frozen. Boom. 
all this is good now. Yeah, because I've heard, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is uh, true or not, but I think it was one of those uh, basketball uh, podcasts. Yeah. You know, they have NBA players who retired or talking. I heard a lot of the guys who have that money and wealth, they do that. They 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 save like a, a, a year's worth of their stuff in a bank and get a vasectomy so they don't have any child support payments. And I can see how that can work if yeah. you have the means and wealth to do that, you know, where your stuff is taken care of. There's still a risk, you know, of things happening, but I can see that work in it well, can work like, in that avenue. It's like uh what 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 do feminists say? They're like get get their eggs frozen. Get our, get our eggs frozen yeah. and and do the same thing. And and most of the time when when women say that, like nobody bats an eye at that. Yeah. But it's it's the same concept, you know. It, and there's really not I don't, I don't know what the success rate is of that either. You know, like that might not be a good idea either, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I say wear a condom and use the pullout method. Right. Come on, like that should be fine. Like practice some self discipline. Don't put your thing in everything you see, and just practice some discipline. You know, just do that because we <laughs> again, as we're older now, I can say getting laid wasn't it's not a flex. I've known too many guys who were capable of getting laid all the time, but now they got lifelong, you know, conditions they got to take pills with every day or they have kids from many different women. So there's consequences to that. And not many of these channels talk about that. They talk about getting laid and, you know, hooking up, but no one ever talks about, hey, now you got this, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually, up. actually, if you go back to the godfather of the red pill. <laughs> he does talk about that kind of stuff in the book. He basically awesome. talks about how once once uh, the, the sperm leaves your body, you're accountable for it. Like you're responsible for it. Makes Society sense. It makes sure that you're responsible for it. Makes sense. You know? oh, well, going back to the list here, lift constantly, yeah. uh, consistently. I'm sorry, excuse me. I would probably say take care of your health because you know heart disease is like the number one killer. So lifting you know weights is not going to help that. I've got a I got a fucking gripe with that too, man. Okay, so I'm reading this book right now. This is another red pill book. It's by mm -hmm. Ryan Stone. That motherfucker says, "Oh, don't do cardio. Don't do cardio." They're like, it, it, you know, all the guys have gotten together. There's a consensus that it's all about lifting. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, man. I <laughs> and I love I love Ryan too. Really, I love Ryan. But I'm like, fuck you, man. I yeah. love running, right? Like I love, <laughs> I, so I tell guys, just don't be fat, right? Yeah, take care of yourself. Just like, if you just exercise, find whatever works for eat, you. Eat well. Right? Yeah. Because think then, about all, all the built guys in the WWF who had heart attacks, but they look great. So, you know, lifting weights is not always going to be the best option. And I think you froze on me right now. <laughs> I cut out again. Son of yeah. Son I don't know if you heard that. that last part, what I said about, look at the guys who had heart attacks in the WWE. Like some of our heroes look great when they died, but you know, they had muscles and look great, but it's all about the heart, oh, dude. Yeah. Look at, um, oh, uh, superstar Billy Graham just passed away and, and he had problems because of years of steroid use, you yeah. know? So yeah, I, it, I just tell guys, Hey, look, if you're not overweight, if you're not obese, you're already in the top 25% of guys. Right. Yeah. Find what, find what works for you. I have a guy that's in my Patreon. Um, he's like, I don't like going to the gym. I don't like working out. I don't like running. Yeah. I was like, well, what do you like to do? And he's like, well, I like riding my bike. I was like, well, do that. Go for it. Go for a 10 mile bike ride every day, dude. Mm -hmm. do, do what works for you. Yeah. But, take care of yourself. The yeah. heart is probably the most important muscle you can take care of. Um, but again, so I don't agree with four, but I get what he's saying. I think health, take care of your health. Uh, eliminate all sedations. Um, I guess he's that's talking, vices, he's right? He's talking about alcohol Vice, and drugs. Yeah, vices like and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
or at least keep them under control. Learn yeah, everything in with, moderation, man. Yeah. Learn game and networking. I agree with that. Play to your strengths, build wealth. I agree with that. And re, uh, resist easing up on your focus. Yeah. So majority of these, I agree with. I get what he's saying from because he's 55, I believe, and I'm 46. So we're kind of like in the same, all three of us are in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. But the vasectomy piece, like I said, at first I agreed with it, but then I just, what the fuck am I <laughs> thinking, man? Because, you know, I, yeah. I'm thinking about my life, my perspective, my lens, not what a 20 year old who doesn't have anything we have. Yeah. No, I would not do that, man. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I, I will say maybe, and here's why I come to the criticism piece. I, I will say I wish you would have handled it better. Because mm-hmm. I think we've all been guilty of putting a tweet out there or a TikTok or something that you're trying to say something, but it came off the wrong way. You may repeat it over and over again, and then you send it out. And then you like a day later, oh, my God, when, you know, you just finally catch yourself. I think if you would have owned up to this instead of going with the 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 wording that he used. And I told you this and you go, he's uh, he's trolling. Right. Is that what you said? Because some people. Yeah. Are so what does that mean exactly from an influencer who's helping young men? you know, guide through their lives and help them through the dark moments when he puts out this, how is this trolling? It, it gets a reaction. That's it. Okay. That's uh, it. Okay. Okay. So now I'm starting to get an idea. Like, okay. Think about Think about it this way. Okay. I just put out a video yesterday, maybe day before yesterday. And in the video, I said, the me too movement is just one big giant shit test. Right. <laughs> That's a that's a hook that gets people engaged, right? And people that are right. very pro Me Too are going to be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, there's real women suffering here, right? And then there's guys going to be like, yeah, it's all BS, right? But it gets yeah. a reaction. That's exactly that's all. That's all I would say. This is, you know, yeah, and, same type of thing. <laughs> and again, from a creator standpoint, I get the hustle. Like I said earlier with Andrew Tate, I get the hustle. Yeah, But again, we have to be cognizant that our words can guide somebody one way or the other, and especially with his influence and his books and his audience. Mm-hmm. People and people like speak to him like he's like a Reverend Jesse Jackson or something like a prominent figure out there, man. Yeah. He's like a leader in this space. So I, w- I mean, as a leader, I would expect my leaders to be more careful with what they put out there. And if they did. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. You know what? I was just thinking. I just I, I thought it, it made sense at the time, but no, it's dumb. So just scratch off three. Everything else, more or less, I agree with. But three, I don't agree with. But instead, he kind of went on this like it's not advice if it's out there route. And I thought that was like, uh, come on, dude. You're kind of either you're playing along with the with the trolling bit, or trying to prolong this to get the hits and views, or he truly believes it. I don't know him, so that's what I, I wish he could have handled that better. What's a leader? One thing I would ask was so a lot of times what I'll do if I put out a, a tweet like this and I see someone that, that reacts to it like in a negative way or a way that I didn't intend it mm-hmm. is um, I'll ask them why, like, why, you know, why are you in your feels about this particular message? Mm-hmm. What is it about this message that really triggered you this way? You know, right. Just to get them to really think about, like, why why are you acting uh, emotionally to to that that one thing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. just to get some clarification, because sometimes people have different, you know, different uh, life experiences, different trauma responses, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, never, never can't tell. And it's like in us, us as content creators too. Like, we can't we can control our narrative. That's hundred uh, percent true. But we can't right. control how 
necessarily how people are going to react to that. You know? Right. And if it's a one-off, you know, you know, thousands of millions of people, whoever sees our, our content. So if it's a one-off, you know, pay no big deal. But uh, like I said, I, I didn't get triggered with it, but like I said, I initially agreed with it. And then after the, I was, went to bed and woke up, yeah, like I said, I, I just expect leaders to be more mindful of what they put out there. I mean, they're respected. They've gotten, they're well-spoken, they're great writers, and they've reached the level of success for a reason. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're with great power comes great responsibility. That's all I'm saying is I think we just have to be mindful with that. And some could exploit it like the fresh and fruits and other people uh, and just getting the monetary gain. And I get that. But again, uh, it, it sucks, man, that I drop off my kids, you know, at school and, you know, and not that I'm tying the shootings to what they're doing, but there's enough anger out there, dude. And if we can make a difference, I don't care if we get the clicks or not, if we can make a difference and just influence people the right way, that's all that matters. But again, if they're in it for the game, I understand now. I get it. So, um, but again, um, uh, I hope he's watching and we'll go from there. But uh, let's see, let me catch up on some uh, comments here. Uh, Let's see, how do you say that? Lithium? Lithium? I don't know. The level of complexity in analyzing the red pill uh, moment is really high. There are political factors, uh, generational factors, messaging factors. Oh, yeah. That sounds like kind of like word for word what you said earlier. So that makes sense. Uh, let's see. I finally caught one of the lives. Yes. Thank you, JP, for joining. Uh, I'm 5'3". Uh, <laughs> then me. I always joke. Okay. Got it. Let's see here. Uh, compared to my brother who likes Tate, a high value man is simply the uh, at base value, uh, one who uh, who one who's honest with himself. Yeah, I can agree with that. That makes sense. Let's see, Shannon. Uh, hi, single mom here. My son just graduated high school. In your opinion, what advice would you give an eighteen-year-old guy, given what you know now? I'll let you answer that first, Paul. Uh, well, one thing uh, I'm actually writing a book right now. Everything I wish I knew when Thank I was you. eighteen, and uh, it's taken me forever to write. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to mm-hmm. take even longer to finish. Uh, one thing that I realized if I could give my 18 year old self inf- uh, advice is that my 18 year old self wouldn't have listened to any of it. Right. You know, I could, in, in, which is kind of the paradox of it all. Right. Because 18 year olds think they know everything already. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I would recommend to an 18 year old kid is, uh, you know, don't get married right away. <laughs> don't yeah, get married right away. <laughs> In fact, get a vasectomy, man. There's a, where's that rollers list? No, but what, what I tell my kids, right. Is, um, when it comes to like college, for instance, I tell them only go to college. If the, the career you want actually requires it. Otherwise it's not worth the money. It's not worth the debt. And, um, when it comes to marriage and children, I tell my kids that, you know, marriage is not, it's not the greatest idea in the world to get the the government involved in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, not to say that you can't have a good long-term relationship, a monogamous relationship and have children and have a healthy family without the state involved. I think you absolutely can do that. But I also tell them uh, don't have kids until you're established in your career. You know, I, I would say, I would say that. Yeah, that makes sense. And God, I can spend like 30 minutes on this answer, but uh, enjoy the ride. Don't feel pressure to find a career, go to college if you don't know what you want to study. Uh, as I said earlier, I, I say don't get married in your 20s. I know that's kind of a tough ask because I'm an older guy and I've already been there, done that. 
but invest in yourself. You're barely leaving your mom's house. Whatever passions you want to explore, whether it be music, art, academics, pursue it. Don't let anybody stop you. Just don't, whatever anybody says you can't do it, say, fuck them. I'm going to do it anyway. Prove people wrong and just make a mark in the world that's going to leave it a little bit better than the way you left it. And don't worry about love. Don't worry about family and kids. If when all your friends start getting engaged at 23, 22, let them. You'll find your space. You'll find the moment. There's plenty of time for that. So just focus on you for a while. That's what I'll just over, overcomplicated. I'll, I'll just say that. Let's see here. Uh, and then we'll get to the last topic in, in a bit. And that's with MLD. But let me see here. Uh, claps here. Then Nancy, thank you for joining, Nancy. You're always lovely and awesome to see you. She's been uh, always in my audience here, Paul. That's Paul, by the way, Nancy. Uh, cross out the high value, man, and cross out numeral one, two, and three. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. The solid uh, snake one? Yeah, I love Metal Gear Solid. How dare you use that, <laughs> that title? Come on, dude. All right, that's enough of the comments. Now let's get to the one that everybody's waiting for. This is uh, uh, MLD. And uh, oh, where do I begin with this, dude? Uh, first off, Paul was one of the first creators that I ever got to collaborate with. And like, I'm talking about a year and a half ago since we both started, right? And Angela Knight as well. And this is when she was in the red pill space. Mm -hmm. And I've seen her, you know, change and change directions. But I consider her a friend and you a friend. And again, even though we're not buddy-buddy, we don't see each other. She's in another state. You're in another state. I still respect what you do. And if this had happened to you from a large creator, I would be doing the same thing. Now, I get where he's at. You know, he's a Red Bull person and he's got a large audience and I applaud him for all that success. But as I said earlier, when it comes to leaders in any movement, I expect them to have some certain core values, just like in the military. Every branch has core values, right? Integrity, honor, all these other things. And I expect that from a leader. If I'm going to follow your, your advice, you're going to be the, 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 the example of what we all should aspire to be in every avenue, in every facet, whether it be, uh, you know, overcoming adversity, uh, financial, physical, all those things, you're going to be the example that I'm going to look up to. And I believe what happened with him, it, it kind of showed his true colors. And for those who don't know, um, my friend Angela Knight, she was on a podcast, um, I think with uh, Value Tainment. Uh, the, the, yeah, the week prior. And uh, what's his face, MLD, made a comment like, is she supposed to be attractive? You know, click, click. Uh, you know, to me, she's 40 pounds overweight, man. She's really masculine. So he was insulting her in the, in the live. And again, if you're a, a person, so she, she, she was on what SOS, I believe uh, the she, same show that what happened, but a week uh, prior. Oh, she was on two weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the week prior she was on with, it was like an all female, like, um, panel. And it was more or less, you know, women who found success in business, you know, and you know, dating. So it was financial and, uh, dating platform, which is really good. I actually like that host. But anyway, she was on there and in the chat, he started insulting her with the items I just said. And if you're a creator and you leave comments like that, that blue, that check mark is going to shine and stand out. And uh, I, I was like, wow, okay, I saw it. So, and it's funny, the live chat's not there anymore, but she says, well, well I'm going to actually be on a panel with him next week and I'm going to ask him about it, maybe in the green room or something like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, and um, the encounter happened and she asked him, you know, why did you call me this? And he played more or less, I don't know what happened. And everybody who's seen the video knows what happened. She had to remind him like five times. And before you know it, he said, you know, don't talk to me. I'm not going to be insulted by a young girl, whatever, whatever. And uh, he more or less stormed off the set. Mm -hmm. And 
And, uh, and again, if, you, if we're going to be men here, and I've said many times in the past, back in the old school days, before the internet, if anybody was talking shit about you, you went up to them face to face like a man and said, what do you say to my face, dude? What do you have to say? Say it to me now. You handled it face to face. Either you stepped outside and took care of it or you just squashed it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But we confronted our bullies. That's what it was like a, a rite of passage for every young man. You had to do that. So mm-hmm. I love the fact that Angela did that. I admire that, especially on television. And how he reacted, I, I thought was very cowardly because he just got, he went immediately into fight or flight mode and he took off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But it's how he reacted after the fact. Because 24 hours later, she got this uh, profile on IG, more or less like a, it was a mugshot of her when she was 17. And mm-hmm. again, as I said earlier, I admire people who went through a bad p- a part of their life. Like you and I, we got divorced and we lost everything, but we, we became better people. So I admire people who've lost everything or came from a bad upbringing. And that was just when she was 17, she made a mistake. But for somebody in that space to create a profile and start sharing it and for him to begin insulting her again behind the keyboard, very unmanlike. And, and, you know, and just make up all these stories and accusations of what really happened when that's not the reality of it. I, I, he's, he's, he's a complete pussy, in my opinion. And I don't care if this gets demonetized or not, but that's uncowardly. Like, that's cowardly, man. And uh, that's not very, uh, that's not the staple or the attributes of a man that I would want to follow or look up to. And uh, I think it's cowardly. And anybody who supports him, and I'll share this real quick, and I hate sharing my friend's, uh, uh, tweet on this, but hold on one second. And then there's this. Uh, I saw this yesterday, and I go, damn it. This is all over Twitter, and it's being retweeted and shared by all the prominent players in the in the Red Pill space. Mm-hmm. And Tomasi retweeted this, and I got disappointed, man, because I was actually researching him. I wanted him on my podcast, and I know him not being on my show is like irrelevant to him. I'm like nothing in his world, but I he let me down and I put here and I read it out loud. Damn it, Rolo. I lost all respect for you, man. You're supposed to be the example and role model in this community. And you stoop this load and shared this. You're the elder and godfather of this whole damn thing. And you're no better than MLD. You let me down. And he truthfully did, man. And I again, that's when I said, when it comes to leaders, you're supposed to be the fucking example, dude. I'm sorry. But when you act that low and stoop that low, it says a lot about your character, dude. And just to see the other ones kind of just punching down on a woman when every live and every show and podcast that I see, they always say women are emotional, illogical, never take accountability. And when one of their own shows those faults and y'all don't call him out and support him, I just see no foundation for any merit whatsoever. And it's a letdown. It really is. It's a letdown. I'm really disappointed in that because I know there's uh, good men like you in that space who collaborate with them. And again, I respect the hell out of you, man. But when it comes to this, behavior it's juvenile and it's not setting a good example for the followers and everybody out there and that's my problem with it yeah i can understand that she's a she's a friend of yours you know even if she wasn't i I, I, I react the same way if it was uh if it was a man that they did this to would you feel the same way like if they were if they were your friend like let's say it was me all of a sudden they start shitting on me. They start pulling up my old. I got your back. Yeah. I got your back, man. Like Val Kilmer said in in a tombstone, you know, I got enough friends. I don't, I don't, (laughs) 
Uh My my friends, I can count with one hand and you're one of them, dude. And I would back you up in a heartbeat. I don't care. And it's, it's, I hate bullies, man. Yeah. I was bullied as a kid. I hate bullies. And when people prefer to talk shit behind a keyboard, instead of like confront the person they're actually talking shit to, it's cowardly. I have no respect for that whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand, you know, why you would feel that way for sure. Especially if it was one of my friends. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really control what, what Rolo does or what, what uh, MLD does or how they, they react, you know? Yeah. So, and in MLD, honestly, I don't really know him that well. I've only talked to him one time. He, he just happened to be on my podcast like two weeks ago or something like that. First mm-hmm. time I ever got to talk to that guy. So yeah, I really, you know, I, I can't really, you know, defend or, uh, you know, excuse anything that they, they did. Cause mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't control what they did. You know, uh, all, all yeah. I can do is control like what my, my content's about. Yeah. And, and that's all I love about you, man. I, and I'm not, if it's coming up that I'm asking you to answer for that, that's not my intention, man. It's more or less, uh, these are people that are in that red pill space. And like you said, you can't, I think the other person, I forget, nuclear, I forget his name, but he says like, there's no uh, bouncer at the door when it comes to the red pill space. People can just yeah. run off with what's been built. Oh, did you do- watch? Did you watch Cadio's with? Oh, yeah, I, I was watching I that too. That was actually a good. I love the comment. I, lo- I love what he did. I love the conversation. <clears throat> so I applaud him, and I subscribe to his channel. Yeah, it's it's not like we in the red pill get together and come up with policy, right? Okay, this is how we're going to react to this situation. You know, we're all sort of individuals, and you know, a lot of a lot of what we're taught in this space too is having a um, you know a, a mental point of origin of ourselves. So, right. you know, one thing that I've learned in this space is that like, I can't control I for women, for one, I can't control women. I can only control like how I act towards women and respond towards women. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, uh, and it going to like the, the accountability thing, you know, that's really a big, a big thing in this, well, in this space, right. We got to hold the women accountable, right? but, but you, you can only hold someone accountable if, if you have some kind of authority over them, you know what I mean? And okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. And if you're, I mean, well, I guess like if it's you and me on the street, right. And like you, you run your mouth and I want to hold you accountable by punching you in the face. Mm -hmm. That's one way of doing it too. But what happens, uh, what we see online, right. People arguing with each other, making other people look stupid. It's not really holding anybody accountable. It's just, it's just mud and stuff like that, you know? And, and Angela yelling at MLD for calling her fat probably made her feel really good. And she was probably really vindicated, but I don't think that's going to change MLD's uh, actions. You know what I mean? So largely like, I don't know. I, I kind of look at like uh, any kind of mudslinging like that personally, like it's kind of a waste of time, you know, yeah. I, it's not, it's not helping. It's not helping men. And that's really what the red pill space is about. Like the, the, right. the concept of rule zero rule zero comes from the, the, the Reddit space, which is it. The idea of rule zero is that, you know, we're here for men's sexual strategy and positive male identity. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, you know, that's what a red pill supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So the, all this like holding people accountable and all that other stuff, it's, it's all just pro wrestling, you know, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. And, you know, as we've spoken, if it was part of the hustle, like maybe he ran off stage and then afterwards, like he goes, Hey, that was great. It was all like a bit. 
then it's, uh-huh. I get then I get the hustle. But yeah. when you don't confront the person that you've bullied and you start going on this campaign, and I'm pretty sure I'm not saying he did. I have no evidence, but for just twenty less than twenty four hours later, there's a profile with a mugshot of my friend with four thousand followers. I was, I was shocked by that, man. I was like, "It's a low. Where blow, do people dude. find this stuff? It's all public, I bet. But it's 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 a low blow. And the sad thing is, right? But who who even thinks to look for that? Like, I'm just like, I'm shocked. I'm, son of a bitch. I'm shocked by stuff like that. Like, <laughs> who whose immediate thought is to like, let's go dig up shit on this this girl the person on, who on podcast, you know was so. insulted i mean i mean i'm not i'm not a, we don't have any evidence but the person who was obviously insulted or felt embarrassed was probably mm-hmm. had to retaliate in some way shape or form or somebody in that space mm-hmm. but the, the sad thing is like if as much as i dislike pearl and you know and a bit uh, tomasi anybody if, if tomasi or, or pearl had done that and and uh angela said hey did you call me fat i know for a fact pearl would have said yeah i did so and what <laughs> she would have had balls in the fact that this guy didn't says mm-hmm. a lot man <laughs> and I, I know tomasi would have said the same thing anybody would have said yeah i did so what you know but i, I, I personally up, wouldn't just go around calling random people fat yeah that's it's below <laughs> yeah as a leader it's below who you are and it, you're just wasting space and time man in my opinion so i i guess that's all i gotta say about it but again um as far as holding accountable holding your your peer accountable there was a podcast you did about a year ago, and I listened to your your, your stuff, man. I, I love your guests, and I, I actually listen to you. I actually look up to you for advice, and sometimes I take bits from what you said and make it you know a topic on my podcast. And there's this one podcast you did, and I'm not even name the title, but I left a comment in your YouTube page, like, man, I love you, I love you, man, but this the tone of this kind of went one way, and I didn't like what it was being said anyway. Anyway, FYI, so that's me holding you accountable, and I expect you and anybody I respect to give me the same backlash. Hey, Rudy, you're you're, you're kind of going off the rails here. You're not making any, I expect that from my peers because mm-hmm. I want them to be better than they are now. And I want them to succeed. And when I see his peers only just trampling and bullying a woman, so it's fucking tasteless and embarrassing, dude. And as much as, and, I, and again, I, I respect the hustle and what they're doing, but as far as manly attributes, I see zero, none. Good night, everybody. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it, 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 when it I comes to stuff, when it comes to stuff like that, you know, everyone has the power of uh, changing the channel. You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. But um, that's all I have to say about hit on on this particular topic. Anything else you want to add on that? I think there's enough to be said. But anything else? Mm, no. No. Okay. Let me get to some comments. I don't have anything to say. Peace out. He's all right. Let's see. Preach. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy here. Uh, Finally catching your live stream. Thank you. Primetime. Let's see here. I don't have any other comments here or questions. So I think that's it, man. Like I said, I've said my piece. And I I guess in closing, like I said, uh, I understand the foundation and the blueprint of what the red pill is and how we can help people. Um, I just want its leaders and those who are proponents of it, who found success in it. And I know it's it's not asking, it's, I have no say in their space, but I, I just wish people just with that power and reach did better with it mm-hmm. and just put more of a, a positive influence out there. Because like I said, you live, you live here in the States, you know, the divide we have, whether it be religion, political, whatever, yeah. there's enough of that hate out there. We don't need enough of that. You know, what's funny about this whole space. What's that? Uh, when I first, when I first interviewed Aaron Clary, you know who Aaron Clary is? I, you've mentioned, is it him or her? 
It's a him. Okay, I know that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so Aaron, Aaron's written like a dozen books. Um, like one of his most popular ones is called um, Bachelor Pet Economics. Great dude, great dude. And I interviewed him because he he wrote the book of numbers. The book of numbers is probably widely considered like the MGTOW Bible. Right, and of, I, like the book of numbers, huh? So, yeah. what is it? So, the MGTOW so it's, it's more or less it's like anti woman or something, or it's not anti woman at all. It's anti. It's really uh, anti marriage, right? Like the, the there's he puts all these statistics together on why getting married, you know, and that's like actually just like wasting your time and money on women is just like a large waste of money. I. Okay. Disagree. I kind of look at it like it's uh, an investment, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of like women, right? So, yeah. Um, but it was a good book. It was a good book. Lots of lots of information. I had I had Clary on, and at the end of that the recording, Clary goes, "Man, he's like, you know, you're so new to this space." He's like, "There's, it's like fucking high school here." He goes, "It." everyone's got beefs with each other and oh i don't like this guy because he said this one mean thing to me one time he's like stay out of it dude just stay out of the beefs he's like mm -hmm. he's like you're you're in a good spot right now you can literally talk to anybody mm -hmm. he's like just just stay out of the beef so i try hard to stay out of the beefs as much as i can because yeah. it is very much like high school yeah and, and you're right it is and i i hate that i hate that atmosphere because we're all adults here um and you, you know my, my my content i've never like attack anybody i mean i may call out somebody's like take but i won't go on a smear campaign or anything like that but uh i felt this one was warranted man i mean and i hate to call it that because i don't think that's what it is i just want to call him out for his behavior and um again this is my friend and i will defend him i'll defend anyone of my friends who went through this and i have because again i just hate uh people with positions who can punch down and take no accountability but uh paul on that note uh this was great you know we talked it out good times each other good times you know next time uh yeah next time ben foth isn't available you know just call me dude you know yeah <laughs> you probably and, you don't know, understand that reference but <laughs> no i don't i don't but maybe you get this reference and, I, and again we come from different spaces i love that yeah. but i think we're like the uh the equivalent of john carpenter and and kurt russell because john carpenter is a democrat and kurt russell's a card-carrying republican but when they collaborate they make the greatest stuff so, you know, you know there's, opinions, no, reason, there's way, no reason why people of different uh, viewpoints can't get together and talk things out, you know, because I think that's how people like, if you could talk about it rationally and not do any of the mudslinging bullshit, people might actually learn something. People might actually tune in, make their own minds up. How about that? How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, Paul, as always, this is a pleasure, man. I really do appreciate your time. And everybody, go over to the Come On Man podcast on YouTube. Follow it on all listening platforms. Like I said, I love his guests. And he has a lot of uh, great people out there looking to educate young men in the right way. And uh, again, Paul, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Hey, thank you, everybody, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Good night.